Christian. Tonight is the night. Vanessa may have thought that she was just going to ride off into the sunset without me, but I'm literally in control of everything she and TJ has right now. If I make one phone call TJ is jobless, and if I decide to pull my shares out of Vanessa's little clothing line, then she's doomed. She should have done a little more research on her investors. I have all types of businesses, and I have thousands of employees worldwide. I just reached billionaire status, and I'm not even 30. After playing a few games of ball with the fellas, I invited them to a cookout at one of my properties. I made sure that there were plenty of baddies there too. I even paid a couple of them to show TJ an especially good time. Sorry, ladies, I'm married, he said. Ah, come on man. What Nessa don't know, won't hurt her, one of his married friends said. No, he's right. If I had a woman like Vanessa, I wouldn't cheat either, I said. Hold up. Jason, I respect you, appreciate you, and all that, but don't talk about my wife, TJ said to me. Jason is the fake name I'd given them. My bad. You're right. I meant no disrespect though. I was just saying. You know what? Never mind what I was saying. It's a great night. We have some good food, good drinks, good vibes, and some bad honeys. Let's toast. Here's to TJ, who has just earned himself another promotion, pending a drug test, which we all know he's going to pass because he's a saint, but anyway. Cheers. To TJ, I said, as I held up my cup. To TJ, the fellas said, as we toast. What? No way? A promotion? How? I haven't even applied for a promotion, TJ said to me. You're way too smart to be in the field. I need you on my executive team, I said, before handing TJ some keys. You need your own office. I want you to oversee all construction in the eastern region. What? TJ said, with tears in his eyes. Then he shook my hand. Thank you man, he said. No need to thank me. You deserve it, and you're my boy, I said, bringing him in for a brotherly hug. Now, drink up, I said. I'm going to call Nessa right quick, and tell her the good news, he said. Not before you finish your drink, I said. He had no idea I had a woman to spike his drink. He wasn't getting a promotion anytime soon. In fact, when he go take the drug test, I'm going to have my people fire his ass. TJ, there's a lot of people who wanted this spot, so I need you to keep things on the low, just like when I got you the first job. Don't let anyone know that I put you on, because it could cause some problems with other employees who actually applied for the position, I said. Oh, my mouth is sealed man. But let me ask you a question. Why me? TJ said. You have potential, and I believe in you brother, I said. I didn't lie about him having potential, and I did believe that given the right opportunity, he could go far in life. But not this life. Maybe the next one. I'm not going to kill him, but after I take away everything I've given him, he's not going to want to live, and Vanessa is going to get frustrated with him not being able to bring home the bacon once again, and I'm going to be right here in the wings waiting. TJ was passed out for most of the night. One of the guys were going to take him home, but that plan quickly changed when Vanessa showed up to my house. A few of the women at the party had got a hold of TJ's phone and took some pictures of him while he was passed out. They tried to use his phone to take pictures of me for the gram. They were just about to post the pic on TJ's account and tag themselves with me in the background, until I snatched the phone and deleted any pictures they had with me in them. I told them not to post me. They weren't about to use my image for clout, 
and I couldn't chance the guys finding out who I really am. Only two women at the party knows my true identity, but they can be trusted. The three of us go way back, since before I became a real estate mogul. I threw the phone back at one girl, and she caught it. Vanessa was calling TJ's phone at the same time via FaceTime, and when the woman caught the phone, she hit answer by mistake. Damn. These women are ruining my plans, I thought to myself. TJ must have had his location on because Vanessa was at my spot in less than 30 minutes. She hadn't been to this house before, but my car. My car was parked out front, and I knew that she would recognize it. When she arrived, I had a woman to open the door, and I went upstairs. This was not how it was supposed to go down. If she finds me here, my plan will be ruined. I looked out my window, and a couple of the guys were helping TJ to the car, then Vanessa drove off. I ended the party after that. I didn't hear from Vanessa so maybe that's a sign that she didn't notice the Audi R8, parked in the front. Maybe she was too focused on TJ. The next day TJ was supposed to take the drug test, but he called and said he wasn't feeling well. I knew that drug wouldn't stay in his system long so I had to encourage him to take the drug test no later than tomorrow. Tomorrow came and he took the test and failed, just as I planned. That caused tension in their marriage because apparently Christian boy TJ used to have a problem popping pills back in the day. Vanessa didn't trust him, so she put him out. My plan was working, because who did she call? Me. I felt a little sorry for TJ, but like I said, nice guys finish last. If he wasn't married to Vanessa, we could be real friends. I decided not to fire TJ. I thought about how firing him could backfire on me, since he was at my party. All I needed was a way back in with Vanessa, and I got it. Like I said, I always get what I want. Vanessa? I saw the car and everything made sense. Even though my heart dropped when I saw it, I had to pretend as if I didn't. The next day, I told TJ the truth. I told him that I slept with Christian twice, and I told him that the man he had become friends with wasn't named Jason, it is Christian. When Christian called and told TJ to take the drug test, I had already told TJ about the affair. TJ was hurt, and he said that he needed time to himself. I told him that I believed he was in danger, but he told me not to worry about him. I promised TJ that I would fix this mess. The only way for me to fix it, is to play the position Christian wants me to play. I knew that he was trying to destroy my family, but I had to keep him close. They say, keep your friends close and your enemies closer, and that's exactly what I did. I was afraid of what might happen if TJ confronted Christian, but he never did. He went to work and he hung out with Christian as usual. He still wasn't talking to me, but one of his friend's wife told me everything that was going on. None of them knew about the affair or who Christian really is. Everyone thinks I kicked TJ out because he was on drugs. There were also rumors of him having a threesome at the party, but that isn't true. TJ has been many things, but one thing he's never been is a cheater. TJ didn't fight to clear his name. He just let people think what they wanted. He's never been the type to worry about what people think, but I couldn't imagine how he must have felt with all the horrible rumors floating around about him, when in reality all the dirt was on me. Even in the midst of what I'd done to him, he was still protecting me. I was worried about him though. He was a little too calm about all of this. I know that he has a strong relationship with God, but he's human, and we all have a breaking point. I didn't want TJ to keep everything bottled inside and later explode by doing something he'll later regret. I called him every day, but he never returned my calls. 
I couldn't blame him for not wanting to talk to me. I wouldn't blame him if he never forgives me. I just want to know he's okay. I have to fix this. But how can I make things right? If TJ knew that I was hanging out with Christian, he divorced me for sure. I wasn't having sex with Christian though. I was only telling him what he wanted to hear, and that is, I'm done with TJ. That's a lie though. I'll never leave my husband. One night I had fallen asleep over at Christian's place. I got up in the middle of the night while he was asleep and I went snooping around. I didn't know exactly what I was looking for, but I was looking anyway. In one of his desk drawers were some papers. CJ and Smith Investors. These are my investors, I thought to myself. Inside the folder were copies of my agreement. There were also pictures of me and TJ and our son in various places. This narcissistic lunatic, I said. The rain was pouring outside. Lighting began to strike and there was a loud thunder. I left Christian's office, put the folder in my purse, and hurried back to his room. But he wasn't there. I turned around in the doorway, and there he was. I almost jumped out of my skin. Oh my goodness. You scared me, I said. I'm sorry. I was looking for you. Come back to bed, he said. Um, no. I should get home, I said. In this weather? No. I can't let you do that, he said. I'll be fine. I'll call you tomorrow, I said, walking past him. I went to grab my purse, and the folder was no longer in there. Looking for this? He said, with a folder in his hand. I ran out of the front door, and he chased me outside. I ran down the stairs and I fell on my way to my car. I quickly got up and I got into my car. He began to beat on my window. Vanessa? Get out of the car. I just want to talk to you, he said, calmly but with a psycho look in his eyes. I sped off and he got into his car and began to chase me. The roads were flooding from the pouring rain. I could barely see. I sped around a curve and my car tumbled into a ditch. I began to pass out, but I saw Christian get out of his car and come down the hill towards me. TJ. I had been stalking Christian for weeks. I was mad as hell. He had messed with the wrong family. I was pissed at Vanessa, but I was infuriated by this snake that had grown on me like a brother. When he began to chase Vanessa, I began to chase him. Vanessa car fell into a ditch and my heart stopped. I could hardly breathe. Christian was making his way towards her, and I hurried out of my car and ran towards Vanessa too. She was all I was thinking about. I'd handle Christian later. Vanessa? Vanessa, baby, I yelled. She didn't say anything. I looked inside the car and she was unconscious. Don't worry baby, I'm going to get you out of here, I said. Christian stood there looking stupid. I didn't mean for this to happen. I didn't want her to get hurt, he said. Shut up and call an ambulance, I said. He called an ambulance. If my wife dies, you're as good as dead, I said. I managed to get the door open, but the car was smashed in the front, and her leg was stuck. Her head was bleeding and I was sure that she was gone. I couldn't get her out in fear and anger took over me, and I began to beat Christian. He tried to fight back, but I kept beating him until he fell, and then I continued to punch him in the face until the police came and pulled me off of him. He was nearly unconscious. I got locked up for assault, and Christian fed the police a lie that Vanessa was leaving him for me, and I became jealous. He said that I was stalking the two of them and threatened to kill Vanessa if she left me. I couldn't believe this dude. I stayed in jail overnight, praying that Vanessa makes it through.
My parents came to bail me out at 9 a.m., and we headed to the hospital. My mother-in-law and sister-in-law were already there. What happened? My mother-in-law cried. My sister-in-law gave me a hug. Are you okay? She asked. I'm fine, I said. How's Vanessa? When can I see her? I said. Neither of them said anything. TJ, my mother-in-law said, becoming impatient. What happened to my daughter? She yelled. I began to tell her what happened. Then the doctor came towards us. I don't like the way he's looking. He has the exact same look the doctor has when your dad passed, she said to Becca. This isn't going to be good news, she said.